Welcome everyone to Conversations That Work. I'm Anita Sandoval, your host. And today I decided to do a special podcast in reference to the holidays. One of the things that people don't mention is holiday stress. And this month is especially stressful because this is the second year we've gone through COVID. We have the new COVID strain. We have the added holiday stress. And then we have those that have gone through or are going through grief because of COVID loss of family members or friends. So in today's episode, I decided to not interview anyone, but give you some quick tips on how to deal with grief, some myths on loss, and some exciting news that I'm going to be sharing with you today for the upcoming year. So stick around because this episode is just for you. Tired of feeling misunderstood, frustrated, and emotionally disconnected when communicating with other people? This is Conversations That Work with Anita Sandoval, where you can learn how to maintain healthy conversations with the people who matter most. A podcast where you can gain confidence and get tips for having challenging day-to-day conversations that make you feel understood, validated, and heard. Here is your host, a licensed professional counselor specializing in communication skills, strategies, and techniques, Anita Sandoval. Let's start the conversation. Welcome, welcome, everyone. It's December. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about holiday stress and grief. I would like to start off by just kind of mentioning what stress is. If you guys have been following me, I know in the previous episode, we had an amazing person, Katrina Villagomez, who talks about stress. And if you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it. It's amazing. And just to reiterate, stress is just a feeling of being overwhelmed or unable to cope with mental or emotional pressure. With holidays coming up, we have a lot of family members, friends, COVID restrictions, things happening that will cause some overwhelm and maybe some tension by problems could be maybe life, work, doesn't necessarily have to be with family, just so many things happening. The other thing I did want to mention is grief. For those of you that have lost a loved one with COVID, whatever type of loss that you suffered, there's no right or wrong way to grieve. There are different stages and types of grief you can find. And know that grief is a natural response to loss. It's the emotional suffering you feel when something or someone you love is taken away. And that pain and loss can feel overwhelming. That's why stress and grief can kind of seem similar because those both are negative thought, feeling, emotions that can overwhelm the body. There's different types of loss. Some may have family members or friends that may have passed, but there's other things too that may affect grief. For example, divorce relationship breakup, 
maybe the health of someone. I know COVID, there's been some long-term effects with the heart or some are still recuperating from COVID effects. Loss of a job, financial stability, retirement, also death of a pet, maybe loss of a dream. You were hoping things would get better this year and maybe things didn't pan out the way you expected it to. Maybe a loved one has a serious illness and that can cause some overwhelmed stress and also grief. Loss of a friendship. Loss of safety after trauma as well. And in some cases, selling a home or moving into a home. Yes, sometimes good news is also stressful. When you move into a new job, a new career, a new school, even a new home, that can also cause stress. Some subtle losses in life can trigger a sense of grief. For example, you might grieve after moving away from a home, graduating from college, or even changing jobs. Connect with Anita on Facebook. Facebook.com slash conversations that work. Now, as in the beginning of the episode, I did mention we're going to discuss some myths and facts about grief and grieving. So let's get started. The first one is there's no normal time frame for grieving. There may be some people that may say, well, it's been a year. You haven't gotten over that? Or are you still sad? There's many things that people might say that may make you believe that you should have gone over that. But let me tell you, there is no normal time frame. So as long as it takes, you take the time to grieve and process what is happening. The second one is the pain will go away the faster you ignore it. Another way that people like to say is, let it go. So let it go and ignore it, depending how you use it, can be similar. But they can also suffer consequences. The more you ignore it, the more it stays within you. Because no matter what, the body will know that you are still grieving. You can try to make your mind Take away the fact that you're grieving, but your body will automatically know, which will cause stress on your body. Trying to ignore the pain or keep it from surfacing, it will make it worse. So for the real healing, you need to face the grief. You need to process it. One metaphor that I like to use is that you have to go through the tunnel. Try not to press the brake. Just keep pressing the pedal. And before you know it, that dark tunnel, you will see the light at the end of that tunnel. Feeling sad, frightened, lonely is a normal reaction to loss. Crying does not mean that you're weak. You don't need to protect your family, your friends, your children by putting on a brave, strong front. Showing your true feelings can help them and help you heal. And how I like to say it, crying in front of them will actually show that you're vulnerable and is actually going to show them that you are so strong that you're going to show them that you are sad. Is it okay to be sad? Yes. 
It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be angry. It's okay to be scared. It's okay to have those negative emotions. They're there for a reason. One of the things that I like to say when somebody has had someone who has passed away is that when somebody feels that loss of pain, it's because it's the love that is still left within them. So you love them so much that it hurts. The other myth that people like to say is if you don't cry, it means you're not sorry about the loss. Yes, crying is a normal response to sadness, but it's not the only one. Those who don't cry may feel the pain just as deeply as others. They just have other ways of showing it. Everyone is different and that's okay. Conversations at Work with Anita Sandoval. Making challenging conversations easy. Grieving should last about a year. Again, going back to the first one, there's no specific time frame for grieving. Whatever amount of time that it takes is different from person to person. And the last one. Moving on with your life means forgetting about your loss. Oh, this is a major one, everyone. Just because you're moving on or you're laughing or you're smiling about something, thinking how grateful you are to be alive or anything that is positive, does not mean you've accepted your loss. And it's not the same as forgetting. You can move on with your life and keep the memory of someone or something you lost as an important part of you. In fact, as we move through life, these memories can become more and more important to defining the people who we are. Now, I did tell you I was going to give you some quick wins here, okay? So I wanted to share with you some tips, some steps on how to deal with the grieving process. And while grieving a loss, whether it's a job, a home, a career, a person, it's unavoidable in part of life. There's always ways to help cope with the pain and coming in terms with healing with grief and finding a way to pick up the pieces as we move on to our next chapter of life. One of the things you can do is just acknowledge the pain. Be aware that you're sad. Know where you feel it. Know that this is a normal part of the process. Another one is accepting that grief can trigger many different and unexpected emotions. You may be happy and then the next moment you may be sad. It's okay. It is a wave, like the beach comes and it goes. Just so you know, within this podcast, I have attached a link where you can have access to the different stages of grief and also some things you can do about grief as well. For those who want more information. Now, going back to dealing with the grieving process, understand that your grieving process will be unique to everyone, even to you. And it's especially important to seek out face-to-face support, and now with COVID times, you can do FaceTime from people who care about you 
One of the three things that I like to mention to people when you're finding a support or a person to be there for you in your time of need is make sure they're supportive, non-judgmental, that they will validate your emotions and not bring in somebody else's opinions, not quick to give advice, and that will understand and respect what you're going through. Those are very important in the people you choose to talk about your vulnerable emotion state of mind. The next one is support yourself emotionally by taking care of yourself physically. I can't stress this enough. Exercise, meditation, walking, sensory grounding, just taking in what's in front of you, especially with this beautiful weather. I like the cold, okay? And so I love the rain. I love smelling the rain with the dirt and just knowing that we can feel, touch, taste, sight, sound, smell, everything around us. And recognize the difference between grief and depression. Know that grief is a normal state of process and depression is different. So know that what you're going through is okay. Sign up for up-to-date information and resources at conversationsatwork.org. Okay, everyone. Now for the good news. I've decided to host a five day challenge. It's going to be my first time for those of you that know me and those of you who are getting to know me. I'm not a techie techie person. So, you know, patience, I will get better. Practice makes progress is what I say. My purpose is helping those in need. And so that's why I've decided to do the five days to having your own relief plan challenge. Five days to relief. So who is this for? Well, really it's for anyone who's interested in stress management. This is going to be a simple five-day relief plan. And for those of you who are stressed out, who worry excessively, who are feeling that you're constantly on edge, maybe you're more irritable, you're in a bad mood, you can't concentrate as much, and you just want to find some quick relief. For those of you who want to find quick relief, I've decided starting the new year, to host this challenge. The main goal is to learn and implement calming strategies. That way we can be able, and I always say we, I don't know why I always say we, because we, I like for us to work together. The main goal is to learn and implement calming strategies as a part of an overall approach to managing negative thoughts and emotions, such as stress and overwhelm and worries that may impact your physical health as well. So what will the five-day challenge include? I will show up every single day. We'll have some videos, some emails, some live Q&As for five days. That's right. Five days you get to see me and ask any questions when it comes to stress and how to utilize. For five days, I will be giving you a tip and a strategy, how to use it, explain it, and then I will actually do it in front of you, and then you get to do it for yourself. And we will measure how you've been feeling. So by the end of the fifth day, you will know how to utilize these techniques and will help alleviate any overwhelm and stress. 
the main thing is to come to an awareness and acceptance that even though we have negative thoughts and feelings, because we all will, and that's okay, we will develop better control and more serenity, relief, and calmness. We won't let it overwhelm us to where we can't move through and do our daily tasks. So I'm very excited about this five-day challenge, and I can't wait to share it with you all. Find someone you know. Ask them if this is for you in case you don't know. Hey, do you think I may need this? Or if you know someone who is in need of it, let them know. It's free. More details will be coming up. I will be coming up live more videos on Facebook, on Instagram. And throughout the year, I've decided to do different topics. And I will be hosting more challenges on communication, how to challenge negative people, thoughts, situations. Just very excited for this new year and helping you guys. Just helping the community, really. And I would like to leave you with this quote. Stress acts as an accelerator. It will push you either forward or backward, but you choose which direction. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you have a happy new year, a merry Christmas, and I hope to see you in the five-day challenge. Until then, guys, bye. Thank you for listening to Conversations at Work with Anita Sandoval. Know someone who needs help in having healthy conversations? Share this episode and make sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next one. Until our next conversation.